Welcome to the Kick-Ass Everyday Podcast with your host, me, Tanya Tringali. Let's get ready to be bold, be amazing, and live every day to its fullest with the kick-ass powers of personal development. Oh yes, and full disclosure, there will be a healthy dose of Jersey sarcasm. Hello, hello, my friends and fellow seekers, and welcome to episode 70 of Kick-Ass Every Day. As always, I want to start off by thanking my returning listeners for coming back. And if you're new here, thank you so much for giving me a try. Together, we will use our combined energy to put out positive vibes and make a difference in our world. So who here is ready for the warm weather to make a return? Uh, me for sure. I appreciate the change of seasons and all, the opportunity to wear different clothes, the changes in nature. But come January 1st, LOL, I'm officially done with winter. The last few days here in Virginia have been beautiful, and thankfully I've been able to get outside a bit and just appreciate the warm sun on my face. So spring is definitely right around the corner, despite what that damn groundhog said. We are coming to that time of year that I love, which is spring. There's just such a rebirth of energy everywhere, and I'd love to catch a hold of it any way that I can. These past few weeks have been interesting for me. I've had so many soul jumps and connected with so many different people who share a lot of the same interests, callings, thought process, etc. that I do. It's just been one thing leading to another. And I'm just enjoying all of them. Watching life unfolding in front of me. Watching how the universe is lining things up for me and being excited by what's coming next. It took me preparing for this episode to really see that. Even though I've been calling certain things forth for a while now... It's only when I completely let go and let God take over how things will come that things actually started happening. In case you didn't know, I'm a bit of a control freak, not with other people, mind you, but with myself. Again, not the best at taking my own advice. Really great at giving it, just not always following it. Oh, well, always a work in progress. So this week's episode is one that I've been gathering ideas for for quite some time. It's one that focuses on something that I talk about quite often, and that is the power of thought. More importantly, directing your thoughts, becoming a master at that. So the goal of this episode is to share with you some benefits and ways to become a master at directing your thoughts. If you've ever doubted that you are what you think about, my hope is that this episode will take all of that doubt away, that it will empower you in ways that you never thought possible. The power of thought, especially continued thought, is what moves mountains. It's what creates worlds and is what creates your life experience here on earth. It is something that you absolutely can control. And it all starts with awareness, paying attention to what it is you're thinking about and what you're thinking about often. As I talked about before, the very first time I heard about this concept was when I read Wallace D. Waddell's book, The Science of Getting Rich. That was when I was introduced to the idea that our thoughts create things. That concept was mind-blowing to me, and it sparked something in me that has continued to grow over the years. That went from being a passing interest to kind of an obsession, which is nothing more than an idea or thought that preoccupies a person's mind. So it's completely okay. You see, the universe will always reveal to you everything you need when you need it. 
As the years have gone by, my level of understanding of the power of thought has grown and deepened. And it is with that energy that I bring you the ideas in this episode. This podcast has always been a way for me to share ideas with all of you, to maybe open some doors in your own mind, and to help you unlock all of that potential that you have, to help you live your best life, whatever that looks and feels like to you. So let's start off with some benefits of becoming a master at directing your thoughts. First and foremost, you'll be able to guide the direction of your life. There is something so heartbreaking to me when I hear someone say, I have no control over my life, or everyone makes me feel dot, 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 and you fill in the blank with whatever unhappy, negative emotion you can come up with. People who say and believe these things don't understand that they do control things in their life. And when they make those kinds of statements and think those kinds of thoughts, not only will they continue to get more of them, but they are absolutely giving their power away every single time. Do you find yourself saying these types of things? If you do, catch yourself in that moment and say out loud, stop it. Or have a code word for yourself like pickle, something that makes you instantly pause your thoughts. Then change your thought momentum. Start with something simple like, I'm grateful for the air that I breathe. I'm glad that I get to choose what I want to think about. I have all the power I need inside of me right now. The only thing I can ever control is myself and my reaction to others. I am more than enough. I am here to be the best version of myself that I can be. The universe always has my back. I will no longer stand in the way of my own happiness. When you get in the habit of doing this, the negative thoughts you have about yourself will become less and less. Saying affirmations like these helps to give you control over your thoughts and therefore change your beliefs about yourself. After all, a belief is nothing more than a thought you continue to think. And this goes for any type of negative thought pattern. The law of attraction is always at work. And as I said before, it doesn't care what you're attracted to. It will just give you more of it. It's up to us to guide our thoughts in a positive direction. Thoughts do become things. Do you know someone who's always late? Do you often hear them say, I'm always late or I'm always running behind? Well, of course they are because they've convinced themselves that they are always these things and the universe simply gives them what they're putting out there. That is the case with anything. If you feel like the world is awful and you have a habit of watching the news or reading articles online, what do you think you're going to find? Evidence to support that. But the reality is that overall, the world is not awful. And it's up to us to seek out the goodness and love that certainly exists everywhere. To make sure that we are adding those things to the world. And this all starts with how we think and how we feel about things. But more on our emotions in a moment. All right, one more important benefit that I want to share with you, and that is when you become a master at directing your thoughts, you are able to break through the limiting beliefs you have about yourself. And this is huge. To quote Tony Robbins, the only thing that's keeping you from getting what you want is the story you keep telling yourself. So this is when you ask yourself, what story do I keep listening to? What story are my thoughts telling me? How does that story make me feel? Is it empowering me? Do I feel good about it? If you answered no to either of those questions, then you need to change that story. We have unlimited potential and live in a universe that is abundant with possibilities. If you've been told otherwise and believe that, you've been lied to. Plain and simple. 
belief in oneself is crucial for living the life you want, for being your absolute best. And this all starts with being in command of your thoughts. Limiting beliefs around money, relationships, success, happiness, health, you name it, keeps so many people from living up to their potential, from being happy. Once you accept that there are no limits to what you can be, do, and have, then you become the amazing, unstoppable spirit you were designed to be. You step into your greatness and elevate everyone around you. A rising tide raises all ships, or better yet, a rising spirit raises all spirits. So just remember that the next time you catch yourself thinking a limiting false belief about you, when you hold yourself back, you could unintentionally be holding others back as well. All right now, now that we've covered what I believe to be the two most important benefits of mastering your thoughts, let's talk about some ways to do this. The first step is something I mentioned earlier, awareness. Awareness is the key to all change. After all, you don't know what you don't know. So how do you become aware of what you are thinking on a daily basis? You simply have to pay attention. Grab a little notebook or use the notes app on your phone and spend three days writing down your thoughts. Now, it doesn't have to be every single thought, people. It should only be the ones that you dwell on, the ones that you come back to time and time again, the ones that start you down a path. And before you know it, you are lost in those thoughts to the point that you aren't even aware of what's happening around you. There's no judgment here. You are simply trying to understand what dominates your thoughts. Make note of how you feel when thinking these things. Again, no judgment. The more you can understand what you are thinking and how it is affecting you, the better. This little exercise in itself is empowering because that's what awareness is. Once you are aware, then you can change whatever it is that doesn't serve you. Next, learn to harness the power of your emotions. We are emotion-driven beings. Our emotions can either dominate us in a negative way or guide us in a positive way. The choice is always ours. You heard me talk about our emotional guidance scale before. It's something I learned from Abraham Hicks in their book, Ask and It Is Given. The reason I keep sharing certain things with you over and over again is not because I'm losing my mind. It's because the more times you hear something, the greater chance of it sticking and you remembering it. I will list the scale in the show notes for this episode on my website once again. Your emotions are indicators of your vibrational frequency. They literally tell you how aligned you are with source energy, source energy being God. When you feel good, you are in alignment. When you feel bad and negative, you are out of alignment. It's really that simple. Negative thoughts are you not being in harmony with your inner being, period. Your inner being only wants well-being for you. So what you think and therefore feel and what manifests in your experience is always a vibrational match. God has given us free will, and that will include what we think and feel. It's up to us to choose happiness, love, joy, and kindness. Learning to pay attention to your emotions and how they relate to what you are thinking at any time is the best way to understand yourself and therefore know what to change. If your thoughts are truly negative, then you'll feel that. And when that occurs, that is your indicator to change your line of thought, to reach for those emotions higher up on the scale by thinking better feeling thoughts. Sometimes you just have to start at a neutral place. What do I mean by that? Sometimes your first thought to break the negative pattern has to be completely unrelated to your current line of thinking. Say your current line of thinking is health related and you're worried or frustrated about your health. Then a good neutral thought would be, 
I wonder how many stars there are in the sky. Or I wonder if I can name all 50 states in alphabetical order. By completely switching topics, you immediately change your emotions. You can only do this when you are aware of the state of your emotions to begin with. So pay attention. Once you change your line of thinking to a neutral place, then you can begin to move back up the scale to a better feeling and back in alignment with spirit. Over time, this will get easier and easier. And the times you allow your thinking to go completely off the rails and down some emotional rabbit hole will get less and less. You will achieve the control that you are looking for. Remember, the only thing you can ever control is you and your reaction to others. And that includes your thoughts. One last way I want to share with you is to raise your vibration. Now, I've talked a lot about vibration on this podcast, but in this episode, I really want you to understand the power of it. In an article I found on wellandgood.com by Jessica Estrada, she lays out beautifully what vibrational energy is. Here's what it says. Einstein taught us that everything is energy. So because everything is made up of energy, every person, place, and thing vibrates at a different frequency. High vibrational energy is energy that is good and strong, says Marlene Vargas, co-founder of metaphysical shop House of Intuition. This energy is pure, and it can come from wherever you want to call it, source energy, universe energy, God energy. On the flip side, a low vibration energy is dark and dense and feels heavy, Vargas says. It's often associated with negative emotions such as suffering, fear, and anger. Based on this intel intel then, the term raise your vibration reflects that you have a self-awareness of your thoughts and emotions, says Tracy Dunblazer, spiritual empath. You're able to recognize when you're in a low vibration emotion like jealousy or grief and do something to shift yourself into a high vibration emotional state, such as joy, gratitude, or peacefulness. Okay, I couldn't have said this better myself. I'm going to put a link to this article in the show notes. She also lists 12 ways to raise your vibration. For me, I find that listening to music that is uplifting to me in some way is an instant cure, if you will, no matter what mood I'm in. The thing is, I like being in a good mood. I really dislike being in a bad one. So the quicker I can change my mood and get into a better one, a vibrationally higher one, the better. Also, meditation. I will keep beating that meditational drum. I'm sorry. Even just a few deep cleansing breaths will do the trick or a walk around the block or even being in my backyard. The change of scenery, the fresh air, and controlling your breathing all work wonders on shifting your vibrational energy. Again, this all goes back to awareness, knowing yourself inside and out. It's also important to make sure that you aren't picking up on someone else's negative vibrational energy. Since we are all connected, this is very easy to do. Again, your first step is to know yourself. When you are around someone who is not in a good place, vibrationally speaking, it's important to say to yourself, these emotions are not mine. You can absolutely have empathy for that person, but you must protect your own energy first. Knowing how to control your vibrational energy helps you to master your thoughts as well. Thoughts, feelings, emotions, vibrations, they are all connected. Okay, my friends, I think we're ready to wrap this episode up. I know we talked about a lot, so let's recap a bit, shall we? To become a master at directing your thoughts means that you have control over you. It means you guide the direction of your life and can break through those pesky limiting beliefs that you have about yourself. Two great ways to help you do this are learn to harness the power of your emotions and to raise your vibrational energy. 
Stop thinking that spirituality, energy, meditation, emotions, law of attraction, or any other self-help tools out there are woo-woo. They aren't. They are all tools to help you be your best and live your life to its fullest. And that, my friends, is always a choice. Have a great week. And don't forget to invite your friends to listen and subscribe so we can continue this amazing journey together and kick ass every day. Till next time. (laughs) 